Welcome to this week's Business Finance Bulletin, episode 104. Welcome again to this week's Business Finance Bulletin with me, Rob Warlow from Business Loan Services. In this week's episode, look at Market Invoice, what they've been up to in 2015, Business Confidence, what happened in 2015 and what's in store for 2016, Business Banking, would you recommend your bank? And in my Business Finance Tip of the Week, why you have to keep on top of your personal finances before you apply for funding for your business. Let's start this week's bulletin by taking a look at Market Invoice, the online invoice discounting firm, and what they achieved in 2015. The Market Invoice, as I said, they are an online invoice discounter. So how does it work? Well, if you've got money tied up in debtors, but you can't afford to wait for 90 days for those bills to be settled, you go along to Market Invoice, check if you're eligible, and if you are, Market Invoice will offer that invoice to um, investors registered on their platform. Now, these investors are made up of private individuals, but also institutions. If they like the invoice, they'll advance money against that invoice today, give you the cash, and then everything is settled up in 90 days, less interest and charges once that invoice is settled. So Market Invoice have just issued a review of the year, and they've had a strong year in 2015, including a number of awards. So they won Best Corporate Finance Provider, also Best Working Capital Platform for Small Businesses. So great for them to get external validation for what they're doing. They also made a number of strategic alliances, the first with Sage, the accounting software provider, and also the accountancy body KPMG. So a great example there of how these alternative finance providers are now buddying up with people in a similar industry with similar clients. What about trading volumes? Well, in September, they hit over £500 million of invoices traded. And so in November, they also issued a new service, a contract finance service, which is good for recruitment firms. And we reviewed that product in episode 96. So we're looking ahead then to 2016. What are they looking to do? Well, they're looking to do their 10,000th trade and also hit one billion pounds worth of invoices traded. So if you're in that position where you've got money tied up in invoices, um, and you want to know more about how Market Invoice can work for you, just go along to their website, marketinvoice.com. How are you feeling about 2016? Well, according to the insolvency firm Begbie's Trainer, um, as part of their regular quarterly red flag alert report, many businesses are not feeling that confident about 2016. Now, the red flag alert says a quarterly report, the latest one as at quarter four 2015, showed that there are now 269,000 firms which are classified as in significant financial distress. Now, it just means that these businesses are having difficulties settling their liabilities as they fall due. The more worrying thing is that that figure compared to quarter four 2014 is up by 17%. So the number of firms in distress are increasing. And it's across the board. It's across most sectors where this deterioration has been seen. But there are a couple of sectors which have seen significant increase. Many consumer businesses, services, manufacturing, and also construction and real estate. Those are the sectors that are suffering most. 
So looking ahead to 2016, what are the worries that many businesses are concerned about? Well, we've got China, uh, the forthcoming European um, referendum, uh, we've got stock market turmoil, the introduction of the national living wage, uh, potential increases in interest rates. All of these things are combining together to make businesses feel a little less confident about 2016. So if you're in business and you're watching this, what can you do? Well, obviously just buckle down, go out there, look for new markets, look for new customers, look at new products, listen to what your customers are telling you. Are there needs unfilled that you are not yet filling? So that there are opportunities and gaps for you to fill. Sit down, plan ahead, and of course, say plan ahead for finance and keep an eye on that all important cash flow. Don't try and get caught into this trap that many businesses are now thinking where 2016 is going to be a tough year. Don't let that be you. Let me ask you a question. Would you recommend your bank? Well, if I asked this question five or six years ago in the depths of the financial crisis, I'm sure many of you would be shouting back at me with a resounding, no, I would not. But the latest report from the Business Banking Insight team shows that there are an increasing number of businesses which are now willing to recommend their bank. Now, the Business Banking Insight, um, they conduct regular ongoing surveys amongst businesses. And this latest report towards the end of 2015 showed that 26% of SMEs are now willing to recommend their bank. That's compared to 23% in 2014. Yeah, a small increase, but still an increase. Now, the greatest number of businesses who are willing to recommend is coming from two camps. Number one, the larger businesses and also the younger businesses. Let's think why. Well, younger businesses you know, did not go through the, the pain associated with the financial crisis. They've probably been set up since um, that whole thing started. So as a result, they have no experience of how it used to be. And so they're more willing to recommend. The larger businesses, well, they are the ones that are clearly getting attention from banks at the moment. And so they're obviously feeling a bit more loved and getting a lot more attention and so clearly more willing to recommend. So an really interesting statistic there that just shows that the relationship between banks and some businesses is starting to get a little bit closer. If you want to give your view on how you deal with your bank, all you have to do is go along to the uh, Business Banking Insight website, which is businessbankinginsight.co.uk, and there's an ongoing rolling survey there. So straight on the homepage, you're into it, and you can give your views on how you're dealing with your bank. On now to my business finance tip of the week. And this is a follow-on from the tip in the previous bulletin, episode 102, where the tip was about making sure that you separate your business and your personal transactions. So this week's tip is about keeping your personal finances in tip-top shape. Now, one question that we get constantly asked when we're raising finances for businesses is, why do we need to provide information about our personal circumstances? It's my business that's borrowing, not me. Well, Banks love to see three months bank statements on your personal account, a list of all of your liabilities and all of your personal assets. Now, why is this? Well, if you think about it, if your personal finances are under strain, where are you going to go to in order to access money? It's going to be your business. And so there is the possibility that your business could be affected if your personal finances um, are in problems. That is why the bank wants disclosure on how your personal finances look. 
And as I said, that mainly is down to um, three months bank statements. So make sure that you are keeping your account well in order. No bounce checks, no late payments on your credit cards and other loans. It, everything is looked in totality when banks are looking to lend money to businesses. So keep your personal finances in tip-top shape. That's it for this week. As ever, I hope you enjoyed the bulletin. And if you did, please give it a like or a share on social media. And if you listen to the podcast version on iTunes, also give it a rating as well. It all helps. So that's it for this week. I hope you have a great, successful and profitable week. I look forward to being with you again next Friday. Bye-bye now. Thank you.